What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. The 2021 draft, the three-day extravaganza. I think it starts at 8 o'clock Eastern. Do yeah. we even know when it begins? Is it 8 o'clock? I, I believe it is, yes. I mean, I haven't looked up like in my TV guide or anything like that. What's a Twitter? Do you mean TV guide oh. like the hard copy? I, I was referring to the old like TV guide, right? I'm not saying anything more about TV guides because somebody in the control room, some smart ass in there, and I know who she is, is going to hit the music to, to, to play the old time ragtime. Oh, yeah. Piano. I mean, maybe that music deserves to be playing for me, too. When I was growing up, that was like... I remember looking in there and reading it, so it was around my household, too. I guess I'm not that age now, too. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, <laughs> That's look great. at that. Well, I'm I'm either on my toes or you are uh, bent over because yeah. uh, you're about six inches taller than me. You're a great uh, work wife. You're perfect. You're great. I enjoy it's you. It's great. It's great. It's great that you got the old man Sims. I know. Every time I hear that that music, I'm expecting to see uh, me out there in the little old man house. Yeah, I got it back. Uh, we we I both deserve it. can appreciate a good TV guide. Yes. Well, Bring back TV guide. Right. Well, and, Actually, oh, good TV guide. We don't need that anymore. And, yeah, I mean, the, the thing I took away there, I mean, you're done with Kristen in the back room now forever. <laughs> hey, <called laughs> she her a, didn't hear it. Called her a smart she ass. It. <laughs> she didn't uh, hear it when it was live. Well, she heard she, it when we played it yeah, a week she later. She played it back, right. So now now she's uh, going to give it to you every time. Oh, there. See, look. Look at this. She's giving you payback. Great. Quarterback she's of the future. Un- unloading by the Mike cannon Florio. on me. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> NFL draft reaction. The quarterbacks of the future that the various teams have. Quarterbacks of the present. What have they done to help them have a more fruitful future? And for Joe Burrow, the number one overall pick in 2020, job number one is protect him, keep him from getting injured, 
keep him from having to rehab another torn ACL. And, hey, I remember when Carson Palmer had his torn ACL. took him a year to get to the point where he could plant that left leg comfortably. He was seeing ghosts. You know, you, you, are you going to – you know, there's a lot of issues there. And instead of protecting him with Penny Sewell, they go Jamar Chase. I know. We said, hey, you can either get rid of the ball faster because the guy's open – or you can hold it a little longer because you're getting better blocking. They had to have at some level agonized over whether they were doing the right thing there, Chris. I think so. I, I you know, I, I mean, I think it was a, a quietly a, a big topic of conversation just around the league in general to know what they would do there because it it wasn't an easy choice. I think that there's, you know, you, you could talk to some people in the league and go, they're going to go, man, it's awesome. We think Jamar Chase was special. That's great. And you could talk to other people in the league that I've that I've had conversation with that go, man, Penny Sewell might be a Hall of Fame left tackle. You just don't pass that up and those type of things. So this is one of those things that, you know, like a Trey Lance and a Mac Jones and a Justin Fields, how they're all going to be compared going forward. Jamar Chase's, you know, stats and everything like that, he's going to be compared to Penny Sewell to a degree. There's no doubt. But either way, like what we talked about in the lead up to the draft – is exactly what we what happened with Cincinnati. We knew there'd be some good offensive linemen there to be had at the top of the second round and some really talented ones. And the guy they got in the second round, Jackson Carmen, uh, he has he's a big time player. I mean, he really is. He has the potential to really be I, I think every bit as good as Penay Sewell. We're talking about a giant human being, a great athlete, great power. I think some of the mistakes you saw on film from him were more of the scheme that they do in Clemson and what they ask him to do. I don't think it was realistic always. So they rolled the dice and went that way on a kid that is grew up, I think, not far from the Cincinnati Bengals uh, practice facility. They have great knowledge of the guy altogether. And I think right away he slips in a guard. But ultimately, Mike, I think he's going to end up being the left tackle and they're going to knock in um, – what the hell is the Alabama's guy that they drafted in the first round, the tackle? Uh, Jonah, I'm blanking on his name, a few years ago. Bill? Uh, no. The first round <laughs> Alabama lineman they took two years ago that got hurt. You're not going to help me out. You're you can't remember either. It's going to kill me. I can't remember either. I'm just going to sit here and keep my mouth shut. That's what the producer's for. The producer doesn't know either. Um, regardless. He's got Jonah Hill on his head, too. Jonah Williams, close enough. Jonah Williams, thank you. But what would you do? What would you have done there? Would you have gone with the quarterback, or would you have gone with the Penny Sewell? Well, I wouldn't have gone with the quarterback. I mean the receiver. I would have gone with Penny Sewell. Yeah. But but you know what? If you have a guy who can, especially for this year, help the interior of the offensive line, because if you are going to have a guy who's concerned about planting the left leg, you could argue it's more important to protect him up the middle than it is to protect him around the edge. Because if you're going to see ghosts, you're not going to see the ghosts around the edge. You need to have the protection right and in front of you. Stepping into it, like you said, right. And that, that, that gets underrated. But, but what's the way to get to Tom Brady? It's not come, come around the edge, he's going to jump up in the pocket. He does that Madden glitch move that he does like no one else right. when the walls are caving in. He scoots up and throws the ball. You come up the middle like that, guard, guard, center, and you, you collapse it that way, you got nowhere to go. Yeah. So if you got a guy who's going to be worried about planting his left leg, maybe they're operating next level in Cincinnati now. Get the receiver who's going to be dominant and who knows the guy, and then you get a great guard, and, and maybe you just need him to play guard for one year so Joe Burrow gets his confidence back in that left leg. There, there, there may be 
there may be some genius unfolding in the Queen City of Ohio. Yeah, I, 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 hopefully. Uh, we know that they need to protect Joe. That was an issue last year. He's got to protect himself. They got to open up some holes, you know, for for their Joe Mixon at running back. And they drafted some linemen later on in the draft too that I'm sure they're they're hoping can contribute at least give them depth at the at the positions there and everything like that. Uh, so overall, they definitely helped out Joe Burrow. There's no doubt about that. But that's going to be the big question: is should they have should they have gone Penny Sewell and taken a top receiver? you know, in the top of the second round. And to me, I think there was a greater gap between the top receiver and who you could get at the top of the second round as compared to the tackle and the lineman you could get at the second round. And maybe I'm in the minority there because I'm a Jackson Carmen fan and I think he's special. But uh, I think I probably would have erred on doing what the Bengals did too. Well, and it helped that Burrow and Chase have that Connection, right? Especially since Chase sat out all of the 2020 season. He's one of the guys who chose to opt out. And even though we fully support that, it does create a practical dilemma when you're trying to project what a guy's going to do after not playing for a full year. But Chase clearly good enough to overcome that. And having that Burrow relationship didn't hurt. I still wonder if they could have traded down and still gotten Chase. It all comes down to whether or not the Dolphins would have taken. Jalen Waddle over Chase. I, I was under the impression that they were going to take Waddle over Chase if both were on the board. But the Bengals, very conservative, small C conservative when it comes to this kind of stuff. They, they didn't want to take that chance. They wanted the guy that they wanted, and yep. they got him. And uh, I, I, I think they are moving in the right direction. It's not going to be easy. Toughest division in football, arguably, right now. But, uh, you know, they're doing what they have to do to put the weapons around Burrow and the help in place so he can stay healthy once he gets healthy but this could be look at that lineup of weapons it's pretty damn good they they could be very very good offensively and they may need to be very very good offensively with the browns and the ravens and the steelers in the division yeah no definitely i mean i i you know their defense they've done some good things in free agency there and everything like that but i do think it's gonna be about them having to ride this offense certainly i I don't think the defense is gonna look at it and go oh this will be a top 10 unit in football or anything like that the big thing, though, I mean, that's that's a special unit of skill, guys. And if their offensive line can play, a, you know, a, a, an above-average level or towards the top half of the league or anything like that, they will be tough to match up with all those guys. And that'll make them, you know, a little bit of a scoring machine. And we saw Burrow, when he kind of got in a groove there after the first few weeks of the season last year, I mean, he started picking people apart and making plays, and they beat some teams they shouldn't have beat and everything like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm really rooting for Joe Burrow. I hope he gets back close to 100% for the start of the year. And uh, let's see what this Bengals team can do because it is a tough division, like you said. Quarterback taking five spots after Burrow last year, who became the offensive rookie of the year after he was thrust into service due to Tyrod Taylor's misadventures with Dr. Needle. Justin Herbert, did he get enough help? from the Los Angeles Chargers to help him go next level. I know they really want to pin a Sewell, but they got lucky. Rashawn Slater fell to them at 13. Yeah. That has to be a huge bonus for a team that wants to avoid Justin Herbert getting himself injured. Yeah, no, no doubt. I, I mean, I think that was the number one issue with their football team that had to be addressed. I mean, there was no doubt about it. You know, the Chargers offensively got a lot of things to like. I mean, we know, we know that. Receiving core is pretty damn good. 
and special that way. But it is about, like, yeah, can they get a run game and be consistent there? And, of course, protect Justin Herbert. They've been working on this offensive line for the last two years. Slater's awesome. Kind of a can't-miss prospect that way. You know, and the fact, too, of, like, okay, we, we think he can play tackle, but I don't think there's any doubt he can play guard and do all of that stuff, too. So there's a little flexibility with the football player, too, here to just make sure you get the top five offensive linemen on the field together here in this year. But from that, you know, again, I think that was the essential, big-time, most glaring need for the football team. And you're right. They're fortunate that a guy like Slater was still on the board there at pick 13. A lot of people viewed him as a top-10 pick. It is amazing to me how the Chargers just can't register on the national radar screen. Right. They, they are the the junior team in L.A. They're the tenants in the stadium that's owned by the Rams. But I think – and it's not going to help that, you know, the Chiefs are as good as they are. And it definitely won't help if Aaron Rodgers ends up on the Broncos. The Broncos seriously. But, but the Chargers, I think, are – you know, the, the key is keeping their key players healthy. And if they can do that – they can be a factor. They, they were just 12 and four, not that long ago. And you can make the argument that Justin Herbert is an upgrade over Phillip rivers. All due respect to Phillip rivers. But, but what we've seen from Herbert so far has been great. And the, the chargers could be one of those teams where like the bills last year, when it happens, we'll say, you know, we should have seen that coming. Yeah, I, I agreed. I, I think they're definitely like one of those teams that you put in that category with like the Miami dolphins, right? Even too. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll even say the Carolina Panthers this year, like just got a little star next to them to go of those teams that didn't make the playoffs that this could be one of those teams. I mean, we talked about it a lot last year. That's what didn't make sense about their football team. I mean, there was a point last year where they had a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense in the league, in the NFL, both sides of the ball, but it wasn't translating to wins. So that tells you the roster. There's a lot of good there. Defense really has got, like, zero needs at, at any level. They're special there. Offense, I mean, we talked, you know, we just hit it. Herbert, with those receivers they got, I mean, he's got two, a great duo in Williams and Keenan Allen, some of those younger guys. They drafted a kid from Tennessee and Josh Palmer, who's a good all-around, can-do-everything receiver. They drafted a tight end in McKitty from Georgia, who's more of a long, pass-catching tight end Mike maybe uh, a lesser Gasecki down in Miami just to paint a picture of the body right like that longer type tight end that kind of guy so yeah they, they address their needs and the Chargers I'm with you Mike I think they're one of those teams where you just go watch out they could be in the mix of things and Herbert by all accounts looks like he's going to be a superstar you mentioned the Dolphins as a team that you put a star next to as a potential playoff team they got close last year did they do enough to help out Tua Tonga-Vailoa? And that's a weird question to ask because it implies that they really want to help out Tua Tonga-Vailoa. There's still a sense of ambivalence that emanates from the fact that he was benched on multiple occasions last year for Ryan Fitzpatrick. And now they have Jacoby Brissett as the guy who could be the quote-unquote relief pitcher, as Brian Flores used that term at one point last year. But do they have enough around Tua to help Tua become the best version of him of himself that he can be Chris I, I think so I do you know I one they they addressed their number one issue right off the bat and that was like they needed that one who's gonna be who's the guy that we can give a reverse to or throw a short pass to on our football team that can do something and make a big play and like 
take the pressure off the offense a little bit and not always have to be about we got to run the ball, we got to execute. The offensive coordinator's got to call the exact perfect play all the time. Jalen Waddle's going to give them, you know, some wiggle room there. He's a playmaker. And to go along with the two big receivers they got on the outside and Gasecki, holy crapola, Batman. You know, and the biggest thing is, the biggest thing too is just like, yes, you get a Hunter Long in the third round who you could argue is the best blocking tight end in the whole draft and has a little pass game value. So that's going to help out Tua in the offense. Liam Eichenberg is NFL ready to start right now. And the big thing is where I would just go, that's going to be big with Tua. Yeah, we got Jalen Weil and Hunter Long and Liam Eichenberg, but the offensive line has got a first rounder on it from last year and a second rounder on it from last year. They're stacked up front. They are like putting on a clinic on team building with the Miami Dolphins. They're, you're gonna, we're coming away with every position going, damn, is that one of the top units in football, that position? Damn, is that one of the top units? I mean, it's really getting scary what they're doing. So, uh, yes, they helped Tua out while also helping out their whole football team with two amazing defensive picks in the first and second round, too. So, I, I mean... I love what the Dolphins are doing. I'm a huge fan of Greer and Flores and what they're what they're building down there. AFC East potentially becoming extremely right? competitive. If Zach Wilson delivers on his promise with the Jets, the Patriots going all in to get better with their free agency spending, and now they have a quarterback to develop in Mac Jones. The Dolphins, if Tua becomes the guy that they thought he was when they made him the fifth overall pick and with all this great help around him and the great coaching, and then the Bills. The Bills are the Bills. And th- it's unreal vision that, that uh, you know, it, it may be hard. Remember how easy it was for the Patriots to pencil themselves in for the AFC championship every year because they ran roughshod over the rest of the division. Now it's going to be, you know, you got to scratch and claw and you may not get that by. You may never have a team coming out of that division, getting a buy because they're going to be dragged down by the other teams as they as they scratch and claw each other to get to the top. So, yeah. uh, good news, bad news. Very competitive division, but uh, good luck laying the foundation to get to the Super Bowl. We're in a division that is that competitive. What about the Jaguars as we flip it to a non-competitive division? Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is clearly the guy, unquestioned. Did they do enough, and do they have enough to allow him to to get to his ceiling whatever it may be sooner rather than later I I I believe so I mean again uh, like Miami I think if you ask me like the three teams that won the draft all right that that's where I'm gonna go the Jaguars the Dolphins the Jets would be the teams that I would throw out there right off the bat I mean the Jaguars first off just like they had a year of I mean a draft of like it, it was like they were in my in my in my uh, house for my draft evaluations. I love their draft. I mean, yes, Trevor Lawrence, awesome. My second quarterback. ATN was my first running back. Tyson Campbell was my second corner. Walker Little, Mike, this is a guy nobody knows of because he opted out last year, and the year before that he tore his ACL. This is a, like, talent-wise, the man he is is a top 10 offensive lineman talent they got in the second round. He's a top 10 pick. If things are normal. So that's phenomenal. You got a safety who might be the most physically gifted safety in the whole draft, but tore his ACL last year, and Andre Sisco from Syracuse. And then even Jay Tufeli from USC is a hell of a good player. But yes, I think they've done enough to help out um, 
Trevor Lawrence, definitely. ATN was a great pick. There's no doubt. You know, just he's going to serve a lot of roles as far as what he can do for that offense. They got a, they got some weapons in free agency on the offensive side of the ball too. You know, uh, I mean, and even in the last year's draft. But to get Marvin Jones, they have Lavishka Chenal. DJ Shark is one of the better receivers in football that nobody knows about. So I do think there's enough there, and they're building something that I like in Clemson, at least uh, the way it looks right now. What about you? You mentioned a couple of guys who were drafted by the Jaguars round two and three despite having torn ACLs. I'm stunned that former 49ers GM Trent Baalke would sign and draft guys who have torn ACLs. Wasn't that his thing? Like every year? They were taking a chance on a guy with a torn ACL when he was the GM there. Well, yeah, and I don't remember. A whole, I don't remember a whole lot of them working out. Headline: They took the running back of that Mark, South Carolina. Lattimore. right, yeah. right, and but, that was but others too. Yeah, there, there was, was a one Florida other. State. There was a Florida State defensive lineman who fell out around one who would have been around one prospect. Uh, but but that was kind of their thing. It was. They were never deterred by torn ACLs, and Trent Baalke still not deterred. And look, it's not the injury it used to no, be. No, it's but, not. That's right. Some guys, uh, they never quite get back to being who they were. But, I, look, I just, with the Jaguars and with this Urban Meyer experiment, I understand what they're doing from a business standpoint. They're trying to make the team attractive. They're trying to sell tickets. And it's working. It's a new day. It's a new page. It's a new approach. Will it work or not? I just want to wait and see. Because every time we have one of these new approach coaches, you know, Greg Schiano, Chip Kelly, these college guys are going to bring in all these new and different ways. I just, I, I'm, I'm just skeptical. I choose to be skeptical because when was the last time a college coach took the NFL by storm? It was Jimmy Johnson 30 years ago, and maybe Urban Meyer. Maybe it's due. Maybe it's time. Maybe Urban Meyer is going to come in, and it's going to be Ohio State South, and they're going to be great right out of the gates. But uh, you know. I, I you count Pete Carroll as like a an NFL coach who went to college yeah. and then came back like is that yeah okay I just wanted to clarify yeah, that yeah. yeah I mean right. now now he was better after his experience at USC right. than he ever was before that but you could argue he never really got a full and fair chance with the Jets or the Patriots sure. but um I I I'm just I'm just skeptical because look where 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 were the other suitors for Urban Meyer it's not like there was a land rush for Urban Meyer. There was, there was one mention as he was closing in on a deal with the Jaguars that the Chargers had interest, and I think that was just posturing to get him whatever he got, and we still haven't heard what he got. I remember hearing he wanted $12 million, and there was, like, pushback. Oh, no, that's not a relevant number. Well, well there's got to be a relevant. Were they paying him in Bitcoin? There's got to be a relevant number somewhere yeah. as to what the guy's getting paid. Uh, I, I, I just think that that well, I'll believe it when I see it. I just I, – I, I'm too – familiar with what happened with Chip Kelly, what happened with Greg Schiano when we get this, oh, oh, here comes this college coach that's going to change everything. Let's see. And maybe they've got enough great players that it won't matter. We'll see what they can do. But they were 1-15 last year, so they got a lot of work to do to get back to the team that they almost were in 2017 when they nearly got to the Super Bowl. All right, Zach Wilson and the Jets, speaking of another team that I'll believe it when I see it. You love Zach Wilson. He was your number one quarterback. Do the Jets have enough and have they done enough to get the help around Zach Wilson to make him what he needs to be. I, I think so. I mean, I think that it's an organization that at least, like, I think at a base level, you could see they learn from past mistakes or at least are aware of, like, how Sam Darnold was set up or not set up for any success with the New York Jets when he got drafted at number three. So, yes, again, you heard me say already, I think the Jets are one of the team that won, you know, one of the teams that won the draft. 
Okay, wait. Wait, we got a good quarterback. What are we going to do? All right. And we got a system where we like athletic linemen and do those things. All right. So now we got the quarterback that does that. All right. What, what are we going to do on the offensive line? They get a guy that's, I think they look at it and go, we think he's one of the better guards in the NFL right off the bat. They can throw him in right there. And I think he could play right tackle too. But then again, I get Elijah Moore to go with Corey Davis. And let's not forget, they drafted Denzel Mims last year and all of that. You know, so now you got a guy again, a little bit like Jalen Waddle in Miami, a guy that can work the middle of the field, be a weapon, do those things. And Elijah Moore, great pick there. And then I think one of the steals of the draft, the fact that they got Michael Carter in the fourth round. I mean, they had a run to the podium at that point. He's the perfect fit for that offense. He's he's Devonte Freeman. We saw what Devonte Freeman did with Shanahan down in Atlanta. You know, this is a guy that can break ankles, make people miss. He's a little bit of a smaller running back at like 200 pounds. But, man, he can fly, and he's got great change of direction ability and all those type of things. So, uh, yes, I think they did the right thing to help support their young quarterback, and they're building a, a really, I think, an impressive roster there over the last two years with the New York Jets. Bottom line is, though, at the end of the day, there's 32 teams, and for every good team, there must be a bad team. Yep. So, you know, some of these teams we'll that, and, and we're, we're, we're still in the afterglow of the selling of hope that comes from the draft, and every team has unlimited possibilities going in to 2021. And at some point, they got to play the games, and people will stop being zero and zero, and there will be teams that dip well below 500. Let's take a break. When we return, speaking of guys that dipped, Speed round time. Guys who were taken lower than expected. We'll do that when PFT Live continues right after this. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Today's speed round is brought to you by Verizon, and let's get right into it, Christopher. Guys drafted lower than expected. The way we're going to couch this is revenge tour coming or the slide was justified. Let's begin with Notre Dame linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, a guy the Browns considered taking in round one. He slipped into round two. 
They traded up to get him. He reportedly was diagnosed with a heart condition that apparently contributed to that slip into round two. Revenge tour coming for Owusu-Koromoa, or was the slide justified? Well, I'm going to say slide was justified. You know, I'm sure he's pissed off to a degree and everything like that that he fell. But I would think that he's, hey, that's a real issue. It's going to scare football teams. So, you know, there's there's just things in life sometimes you just got to take it on the chin and, you know, keep keep trucking, keep going forward. And unfortunately, yeah, that sucks for Obusu Korma. Only cost him a few million dollars. I mean, geez, I, I feel really bad for him. But I think when you talk about head, heart, things like that, and it's associated with your name, you got to realize that you might fall a little. Uh, he's going to be an awesome player for that team. He's a scheme fit, too. Yeah, with that many players, just statistically, you're going to have guys that yeah. have health issues, and teams don't want to make that investment and take that risk with a guy that's got that health issue because there's no quicker way to get yourself in trouble with the owner of the team when you've got the medical records that explain exactly what the problem is and you take the chance and there's an issue and all of a sudden the guy just can't play anymore. Remember when Nick Fairley all of a sudden had a heart issue and just right. couldn't play anymore? Right. Just couldn't play. Yeah. He was a first-round pick. Now, it was after he left the Lions, but you, know, you just never know when that happens. And right. you get a guy that just can't play anymore, you have wasted that pick, and all of those picks could end up potentially becoming Hall of Fame players if you use them correctly. Look, I, I think you still find whatever you can to motivate yourself. Yeah, right. Um, and, and the guy was – you know, it wasn't an issue of his playing that caused him to fall. And you fall onto a team with a very good offense, a very good defense. You're in a position where you can rack up a lot of tackles. We talked about defensive rookie of the year yesterday. He's a guy that you'd have to think about as a possibility just because, you know, he's going to be a presence on that defense and he's going to have the opportunity with just having Clowney and Miles Garrett in front of him to, to get to the football and have some favorable matchups and, and make some tackles and get some sacks and be a guy who's noticed. Yeah, no, I mean, yes. I'm interested to see what they do with him. I really am. Because, you know, we talked about him before the draft. He could be Fred Warner, Darius Leonard. I don't. They could use him like Derwin James. He could be a safety, too. I mean, he played over the slot receiver as the weak side linebacker all the time. So uh, he's a very intriguing prospect and really one of my man crushes from the draft. He was the most one of the most fun watches of all the evaluations. Has zero care for his body. Like that guy that will throw his body through the wall. And we need to go faster because it's the Verizon speed round, Mike. Let's go. That's right. But I got one more thing to say, and I'll oh, say it quickly. The Browns geez. made it clear he is going to be a three down linebacker. Right. So you don't have to take him off the field. No. He's going to be on the field all the time, and we'll see him doing some of those things that maybe a safety would do. The Titans took pit edge rusher Rashad Weaver, who was on the program in round four. His slide was a little confusing. Now we find out there was a claim of assault arising from an incident that happened on April the 18th. Weaver's lawyer calls it false and reckless. You know, this could end up being like the Aaron Donald situation where the video backed up that he didn't do anything, but you go through a few days of wondering what's up. Uh, revenge tour coming or slide justified? Well, I, you know, I mean, I want to say like both here. That's where it's tough. I mean, yeah, he's going to be pissed off and want to give a revenge tour. There's no doubt about it. He was he was worthy of being one of the top 45 picks of the draft. He's one of the best edge defenders in the draft. So, I mean, if it is a false and reckless claim, I you know, that's going to add to him more of the revenge tour. Man, he's going to a great spot with the Tennessee Titans there. They have a real need for it. But, yeah, I would think that as a talented and the specimen he is, 
that he's pissed off. Sure. And that he wants to get revenge. He can't believe he was there on, you know, round four, but like, I don't know. It's a tough one. If he's guilty of these accusations, of course the slide was justified. You deserve it. So I guess, can I reserve or wait, wait a little bit to reserve judgment here on this one? I think there's a teachable moment that would apply to anyone else who's in this situation in the future. As you get within a month or so of the draft, just stay home. Yeah, lock yourself just, in a bunker. Just, just stay home right. so there can't be any false accusations. If these are false and reckless, you don't get yourself in a spot where someone can say you did anything because you didn't leave your house for a month. Just buy a house Raiders. on the top of a hill in the middle of nowhere and live there, exactly. guys, just like just some guy there. I know. Patriots took Alabama defensive tackle Christian Barmore in round two. We talked about him earlier, how there was concern about him that was getting out. Nick Saban spoke up on his behalf. The Patriots trade up to get him. Revenge tour coming or slide oh, justified? Oh, revenge tour is coming. Revenge tour is coming. I mean, first off, in the big games against the better teams, that's when Barrymore played great. He did. So I, I know what is there, questions about maybe his work ethic, things like that. Well, if anybody's going to know anything about that, it's going to be Belichick with his connection to Saban. So, and he makes the trade up for him. And I think he was, you know, it's, he's definitely one or the two top tackles in the draft. So I think this is one of those where he's going to go to New England. They're going to be a good football team. He's going to be pissed off for sure. Sorry, Liverpool. And it's going to be a revenge tour. Well, and, and Saban would not come out and defend the guy publicly and put his own credibility on the line if it wasn't true. They are not afraid at Alabama to tell it like it is. It yeah. gets back to the thing from last week. And and but. but right. And what did he ultimately say? But the strength coach wouldn't piss on him if he was on fire. We played that clip. I guess I can say it if we played Saban saying it. So I said it. He would say that. Now, he wouldn't say it publicly, but privately he'd make it known that this is a guy that didn't work hard enough, the strength coach didn't like him, I didn't like him, unfulfilled potential, can't get motivated, not a guy you can trust. He'd have told Bill Belichick all that. Yeah. The fact that Belichick moved up and got him tells me that he told Bill Belichick some pretty good things about yes. Christian Barmore. Raiders took TCU safety Trayvon Morrig in round two. A third safety drafted. Some had him going in round one. Revenge tour coming or slide justified? Well, I, that's what I'm going to go with slide justified. I mean, I'm sure him, he, you know, him as an individual and a player is mad and he wants revenge. But, you know, this, this, there was a guy that, hey, I certainly scratched my head a little bit about when I saw people mocking him like in, you know, the, the early 20s of the draft. There's a lot of coverage skills there, but I think the tackling skills lack. That's the thing that I think probably ultimately hurt him and why he didn't go as high as Holland and, 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 and Grant from Central Florida because there was a physicality element they brought to the football field that I think uh, Morig was kind of missing in his game and needs to work on a little bit. All right, last one. Cardinals selected Purdue receiver Rondell Moore in round two. Revenge tour coming or slide justified? Well, slide's justified. He's Mike, I mean, this guy – if you went from just the pure explosive element and his freshman year film, he's a top 20 pick in the draft. I mean, he can fly, but he hasn't been healthy in two years. So the slide was justified. It certainly was. But, man, like that was a big-time woe potential pick in the second round to where you just go, that if he's healthy and the guy that we saw a few years ago, 
watch out with him paired up with DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, and, and the rest of those receivers they got there in Arizona. And one of the ingredients to make a receiver great, getting left on the board into round yep. two, having to spend that 18 hours between round one and round two, upset, salty. That becomes the fuel for the fire that burns and rages like it did for Michael Thomas, like it is for Chase Claypool. So maybe the Cardinals be very happy about that. By the way, with the moment they took Rondell Moore, that's the moment the door closed on Larry Fitzgerald going back to the Cardinals. Between signing A.J. Green and drafting Rondell Moore, there's there's no room at the end no. for Larry Fitzgerald. Right. And uh, we're still waiting to hear what he's going to do with his career. Maybe he'll try to take up an Olympic event. We say that because D.K. Metcalf is going to try to run the 100. Inspired by that, we're going to have a draft of guys we would peg for an Olympic event. We'll do that when PFT Live continues right after this. Pro Football Talk is brought to you by Verizon. Built right for business. There's DK Metcalf showing off some of his speed last year. One of the most memorable plays of the season. Buda Baker going the distance. DK Metcalf saying, you're not going to make it. And down he went. Metcalf wants to show off that speed, and he will be Sunday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. He's entered in the 100-meter dash at the USATF Golden Games track meet. This is a path for him to qualify for the Olympics. Uh, DK, you got a job. You got training camp, but uh, I, 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 I fully support it. These are the best athletes in the world, and plenty of these guys, if they had gone in a different direction, would be among the elites in other endeavors. Yeah, and, uh, I I, I want to see what he can do. Yeah, I I'm I'm like I'm really interested. I can't wait. Actually, it's that's one of those things where I, is it going to be on TV? I mean, because yes, 4:30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Oh, I it just is on said NBC. It. I wasn't listening. I was getting ready for my draft here. So, damn, I'll be watching. I just want to see where he stacks up in that kind of event. Because I'm with you. I'm one of those guys, Mike. That I've I've had these conversations. Yeah. I mean, people like Tyreek Hill and Odell Beckham Jr. and DK Metcalf, I've always been one to say, like, in high school, if they decided they wanted to be in the Olympics, I think they'd be in the final heat of the, the, the Olympics 100-meter dash. I do. Uh, so it'd be interesting. You know, like, I had a chance to throw to Justin Gatlin one year. Remember Justin Gatlin, the 100-meter sprinter and all of that? Hey, he was fast. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. But I'll just say – and again, I know it's on the football field. He wasn't as fast as Joey Galloway or Chris Johnson, who I was on the football field with a lot. And that, that's where it's going to be interesting, and I'm, I'm excited to see this. Well, and, and also, you know, the sprinters are fairly muscular, but DK yeah. Metcalf shows up. I, what? You know, I know, right? I think you're running hide. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. You can just – you, you will we'll concede to DK Metcalf. So uh, that'll be fun. Again, 4.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC on Sunday. Trivia question for Chris to determine the first pick in today's draft. Guys that we would peg for an Olympic event. Aaron Rodgers is the only player in history with 400 touchdown passes and fewer than 100 interceptions. Who's the only other player with 200 or more touchdown passes and fewer than 100 interceptions? Well, the greatest touchdown to interception ratio quarterbacks our league has ever seen is Rodgers, Brady, and Russell Wilson. Brady's been playing. So I'm going to go Russell Wilson. I'm good. Wow. Damn, I'm Impressive. good. I know. Impressive. I am good. I think you cheated. Um, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. 
All right. Take the first pick now that you've done your research when you otherwise should have been listening. I know. Sorry, NBC. I, it's 4.30, that track meet. Um, I guess the first one that jumps out to me, I'm going to go. I want to see Mahomes throw the javelin. That's that's the number one thing. Mahomes throwing the javelin. If you want to uh, – what? I mean, the guy can throw it over those there mountains over there. Look at that. I mean, uh, so I want to see how, how long can he throw that damn long stick through the air. If he could throw a football at 80 yards, how long can he throw that damn thing? He's got go-go gadget Gumby arms, and uh, it seems like he can throw uh, any object as far as he wants. So Mahomes to the javelin was the first thing that popped to my, to my brain. I've got some creative ideas I'm going to save for later. For now, though, since baseball is back as an Olympic sport, it had a hiatus. Why would you not want Kyler Murray on the diamond for Team USA? So that one's a simple one to me. That one's not fun. I got a couple fun ones. I don't want to oversell it. But Kyler Murray on the U.S. men's baseball team, gold medal guaranteed. Look at you stirring the pot already. Look, hey, Kyler, you don't need to go to offseason with Arizona. Go play baseball. Go to the Olympics. Uh, no, I hear you. That that would I would I would like to see Kyler Murray play baseball. Anyways, that'd be fun to watch. Um, all right, my next one. Um, uh, I mean, Aaron Donald has to be in some event. I I don't know what Greco Roman wrestling. Right. I mean, it could be wrestling. It could be power lifter. But really, ultimately, come on, Aaron Rod. I mean, Aaron Donald in like a tight fit outfit with the ball, the shot put under. I mean, he looks like he's made for that to put the shot put right there and spin really fast and be really explosive and throw a heavy ball as far as you can. I mean, Aaron Donald is, yeah, he, he, he's made for that. I mean, he really looks like the, the build of those guys in the Olympics. I'd like to see that. It's gotta be some, it's gotta be some kind of wrestling. It's got, and then Greco Roman, it was always just such a cool name. I never understood it, but I loved saying Greco Roman wrestling. And I have a feeling Aaron Donald would dominate, even if he doesn't know what it is either. <laughs> yeah, figure right, it out. Right. And he's strong enough to prevail in whatever the athletic endeavor would be. Next one for me. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Devin White in equestrian because didn't we see him running that horse around <laughs> Tampa Bay's stadium yes, after yes. they won the Super Bowl? We did. You know, jump. Now the horse better be strong because you're carrying a fairly large guy as yeah. you're jumping over things. But uh, yeah, you get a good horse that can do all that with Devin White on the back. Then uh, off we go. Yeah, uh, that I, I, that would be that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, he'd be he'd be the biggest. Damn equestrian rider out there, that's for sure. Muscles everywhere, popping out, everything like that. Yeah, that'd be better be a strong horse, uh, no doubt about it. Um, well, I, I tend to think through the lens of a quarterback, right? And I mean, when I think of the Olympics, and especially I'm thinking Summer Olympics here a lot more, is just you know archery, Aaron Rodgers just hitting targets, boom, 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 boom. Oh, there's a picture of Gutenkus. Boom, I shot it. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. But, yes, I can picture him being unreal in that event with his quick release, his eye. You know, his hand-eye coordination is, of course, as good as you've ever seen, whether you watch him play football or golf. It's pretty damn special. Yeah, I would definitely not volunteer to stand with an apple on my head for Aaron Rodgers, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, don't worry. He'll miss on that one. He'll miss just a little low. The apple, the apple would survive. Uh, I got a few other ones. Um, and look, Winter Olympics, uh, Bill Belichick curling just because it's all angles and momentum. And oh, right. He'll, like, yeah, he'll have Ernie win. on the side. Tell he me how I should shave match. the ice. Every match. Uh 
I'll I'll go and you said Mahomes already. I was thinking Mahomes as a tennis player would be awesome, just the way he moves on the football field. Yeah. Uh, I, I but I'll I'll go with Naheem Hines gymnastics, given the celebrations that we saw from him a couple of times this year. He's got that great backflip. So uh, you know, you do the pommel horse or something like that. I think with enough training. He'd, he'd be potentially Olympic level. I, I, I hear you there. I, I had the same thought with Tyree Kill where I went, like, with Tyree Kill, I wrote down 100 meter, but I also wrote down gymnastics too. Same thing. I mean, we see him doing the flips, and I can picture him running across that mat and doing seven flips and popping in the air and doing that type of stuff. So uh, I had a similar thought there with a similar type of athlete. So who is the 4 by 100 dream relay of NFL players? That, that's a good question. Who is the four? I mean, I'm putting Tyreek at the 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 anchor, right? I think I'm gonna make him the last guy. I think he's the fastest guy in football. Okay, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf. Who else are we missing? Who is another name that, that jumps out to you? I mean, Jalen uh, well, Ramsey, I, John Ross. John Ross oh. not a very good football player, but he ran the fastest forty at the combine. He's your guy out of the gates. Yeah, he's he, your guy from the standing start, or the you know whatever they do, whatever he, they, they get in the blocks. They call it. The he's blocks. he's in that conversation. You're right. I feel like there's somebody else we're missing with great speed that maybe is in this conversation there. Um, but I think those those are the names that that make a lot of sense. Are we missing a running back that can maybe be in the? The group there, I mean, Dalvin Cook could be one of those guys you might want to put at the start of the box, too. Like, I think, you know, you're right, John Ross, but, like, let's pick star players, like star guys that, like, really are, like, have a real... Do you want to win or do you want to sell jerseys? <laughs> well, yeah, I want to sell jerseys. No, okay, but you're right. I, Henry I... Ruggs, Henry Ooh. Ruggs, 427. Right, right. So Ruggs has to be on there with Tyreek, with DK, and damn... Are we gonna? Am I gonna? You gonna go? Ter I'm. I'm gonna put Terry McLaurin. I mean, Terry McLaurin to me is one of the fastest guys in football. Nobody catches him once he gets out in the open. Uh, but is there anybody on the defensive side of the ball we're missing there that's worthy of being in that conversation too? Uh, Pete says Scotty Miller says he should run all four legs. He's faster <laughs> than all of them. <laughs> I think we hit the, uh, I Hollywood hit Brown the main too. Ones. Hollywood Brown's another one to consider. Yeah, so no doubt it would be fun. It, it would, would be, be fun. It'd be, see, it'd be great to see how they would do against the uh, the real four by one hundred guys. Let's take a break. We'll wrap up the FC Live right after this. Beware April Fool's Day. Beware it now. I hate April first. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I just remember a time, like back in the days of the mullet, like it took 20 minutes to dry your hair. No shirt, no spleen, no service. The open invitation is there, Kirk Cousins. Super Bowl MVP. Come on, I get Kirk. The Kirk Cousins tattoo. Make him do it. His name is Mike Florio. He likes to stir the pot. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. And he'd be like, Tom Cruise, what did you think of what were you thinking when you were in all those movies? hoo I'd be asparagus because I'm going to hit you so hard your pee's going to smell funny for a day. <laughs> uh, I'd have to work up a case substances. of the munchies. That's a good picture for 420. Can we find another damn picture other than me and the Roger, evil Roger Goodell? Gee willikers, Batman. I'm working on Friday this week. They're dragging me in. Don't make me take my shirt off. It is a license to be a butthole. Yeah. The worst insult I could tell Mike 
He's an old timer that looks like Paul Manafort. I was referring to the old like TV guy. We must go to break. He's Dick Hammer. I'm Turd Ferguson. See you tomorrow. How did we not get fired last month? I don't know. We did good. We did good. That's the kind of game I like to play right there. When you see it all like that, I'm telling you, I'm waiting for the phone call as soon as we get off the air. Uh, you know, we think that uh, the creative differences and philosophical approaches would necessitate the termination of the uh, relationship. Here it is. May the 4th be... God, I hate it. May the 4th be with you. Yes. Football is family. It. It's a privilege, an honor. Enjoy every day, not just May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.